at this. There you go. You have all waited a whole week to get here. And now, because Naz done fucked up and we have to meet in this whole show. For the intro, welcome to the Machine Room Podcast, starring Nastradamus and Hammer of Venus. Please take a seat and enjoy the show. Why, thank you, fake-ass Ed McMahon. <laughs> Welcome to the Machine Root Podcast, where I had to redo the beginning because I done fucked up. I swear we've had to do that once before. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyways, like I said, or as I was saying, or I totally messed up. Hello? I was saying before I messed up, um, we usually come in here and it's all fun and games and all jokes and whatnot. And we're not saying that this episode is going to be somber or anything like that. We are going to, this episode is an honor in remembering Paul Rubens, uh, AKA also known, famously known for Pee Wee Herman, but he has done so much more to entertainment and such like that. So, um, yeah, we're going to do a, a short little uh, episode about this, uh, uh, each one of us reflecting back, talking about Paul Rubens, and uh, then we'll watch his uh, last Broadway show, uh, hopefully. Uh, how long is that one? Like an hour? It's like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. Damn. Can check. And a half. What the fuck is it? Hamilton? Is it not fucking Hamilton? It's like four hours and shit. Broadway I don't show. know. Nothing like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. almost an hour and a half. Oh, damn. Fucking long ass Broadway show. How is this still living? Anyway, so, and remembering Paul Rubens, I did a little something, something here. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me make sure I turn this off because, you know, I don't want that shit to fucking start off again when I get back to us. I'm going to go ahead and go over here real close to me. All right. I'm going to read a little something. Um, I wanted to sound a little bit professional and not just be like, you know, this and this and uh and this, this. uh. So I like uh, typed this down earlier today. Uh, here we go. Uh, Paul Rubens, uh, born Paul Rubenfield. He fooled me because I thought his ass was Latino with the name Rubens. Fooled me. Hello, are you there? Because he never replied back to me. That's you interesting. Message me? Yeah, like crazy today. Hmm? Hello. I don't know. I think I lost her. I think I lost her. So while she tried to come back, damn, I'm busy. She's just standing very still. Uh huh. I was coming, try to come back. This is a great episode so far. Why the fuck am I blurry? Stop being blurry. Oh, it's my fault. No, it's not. It's just. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. Twice. Twice? Mm -hmm. They were constant. That's not twice. Yeah, one at 124 and one at 126. Uh, three at 124. Mm. And then 704. Mm, oh, well. All right. Well, I'm trying to talk about Paul Rubens. Great episode so far. This is a great episode. I already messed up in the beginning. It was muted. And then, uh, <laughs> am I not on here? Hello? Oh, now I'm not. Now I'm frozen. <laughs> now I'm frozen. <sighs> because this is the freaking thing. Anyways, this is a podcast, right? It's not like you need to see me. It's just, it. Her? It could have been no. She's she's gone. She's she's not here. She is cut off. Let's try to call back. Cause yes, we use Skype. Skype sponsor us or sponsor us. Sponsor us. 
Hello? Sorry. I have my own technical difficulties. Yeah, and then it had technical difficulties. This episode is great so far, you know? And <laughs> in, in, the, in the spirit of Paul Rubens, when shit just, like, weird and doesn't work out in a, in a good way, this episode is going fantastic. I'll tell you. Maybe maybe it's just ghosts. It's Fucking just like... He's just he like... That's what he does. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you know what would be funny? Ha <laughs> ha! I think it would be really funny if the if the podcast don't go the way it's planned. Don't you think? That was the best Pee Wee I could do. Trust me, I could do better. That was good. Now I need I'll... to have cards for everybody to yell. Yes, I can do better. Um all right, so anyways. <laughs> I was gonna read something that I, I I typed today. All right, here we go. Paul Rubens, born Paul Rubenford, which Rubenfield, which fooled me because I thought he was freaking Latino with the last name Rubens, was an American actor and comedian. No, an American. Yeah, right. No, an American genius who was a talented character actor. Let's face it. He was a character actor. All right. The man can delve into characters. Better known for playing Pee Wee Herman, he was entirely billed as a title character for nearly a decade. When I watched Big Top Pee Wee, that man was not Paul Rubens. It was Pee Wee Herman. Even at the end of the in the credits, it says Pee Wee Herman as himself. The man lived and breathed Pee Wee Herman. I think my mind was blown when I found out his name was not really Pee Wee Herman. It was actually someone else. I did too when I was a kid, and like that first, I don't want to slander him or anything, but there was that that time he got arrested, and like they were like Paul Rubens, best known as Pee Wee Herman. I'm like. His name's not Pee Wee. Yeah, that's what that's when I found out too. It was like what? And then you saw him without it. He had the long hair with the goatee. It was like yeah, what? His hair was slicked back and patient. He looked mad. I'm like, wow. Who's that? Heard any funny jokes lately? All right. So Paul had a successful stage show called Pee Wee Herman Show that led to his debut film, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. The film became a huge hit and even started whose career? Tim. Uh. Burton. And the, the series helped Lawrence Fishburne. The series launched his, yeah. But the movie was like Tim Burton's first freaking big film. And oh, yeah. That, and it's amazing. Like, it still holds up today. Yeah. It's the quirky weirdness that I love. It's amazing. It, it, it truly started a standard. Who knew that guy would go on to direct two Batman movies? <laughs> Who knew? Right. Or Beetlejuice. Or Beetlejuice. It was Pee Wee's Playhouse that Ruben cemented his legendary status, a successful hit kids show that also was loved and accepted by adults. Which is true. Um, the uh, original stage show that he did for like the Roxy and stuff was very adults and kids. So it was like kid stuff, and then he would do like adult funny stuff, like mirrors on shoes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's his- that's where the, the the series came from. But yeah, his like whole gimmick totally was after that. his whole gimmick was like it's a kids show and you know it had adult themes and whatnot in it, but uh, it 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 truly did um, transfer well for a kids show. Yeah, the Playhouse is where I grew up with him between 1986 and 1990. I yeah. mean, Pee Wee's Playhouse was everything to me. Every Saturday morning or whenever the hell they gave yeah. it, I believe it was Saturday morning. It wasn't just Saturday morning cartoons. It was mainly Saturday morning cartoons, but then it was also Pee Wee Herman. It was just, you had to watch it. Yeah. And Pee Wee, Pee Wee was the king of kids shows. Mm-hmm. Still is. Uh, his show was everything to me, to us all. It was a genius creation straight from his stage show and brought down to a more kid-friendly level. However, if you was an adult, you would notice something snuck in smart enough to not yes. be noticed. Yes. For me, the one thing, I mean, you know, I haven't seen much of Pee Wee's Playhouse since then, but when I did rewatch, the one thing I remember was that whole, uh, when he's with Cowboy Curtis, who's Loris Fishburne, and he, and he said like, now Pee Wee, you know what they say with, with, with men with, uh, big feet, and he's like, no, and he's like, they got some long socks. 
And I will never forget that and quote it till this day. Um, I, okay, this is, this, is, this is a personal one. I admittedly even once watched the first episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse under the influence. Hi. Wow. It will, let me tell you, have you done that before? Watch Pee Wee High? No. Yeah. No, it's it's a whole different experience. Like I, it was oh, then God. when I realized why the show was also so loved by the college viewers, you know, like those people between that age. Yeah, it was like I would like to see. Like that's why I'm kind of upset that it used to be on HBO Max, yeah. which is now Max, and it's not there anymore. But I was kind of upset because I wanted to see this first episode again, sober. Because when I was high, it was the weirdest freaking experience. Like, I think Pee Wee deliberately made the show to fuck with you because it was just so <laughs> random and wild and just weird. I remember watching it and there was a video of me. All right. There was a video of me reacting to this. And I'm just like crying, laughing and just confused. Like, what the fuck's going on? The video, I don't have it. It's long gone, you know. It's with someone else. Uh, probably fucking deleted. Um, but it was very, very interesting. I don't recommend it. I'm just saying, like, if you do do stuff under the influence, then why not go ahead? Uh, I'm in no way telling you to do drugs. I'm not a big avid drug. I know. Yeah, I mean, if you I'll do it, whatever. <laughs> I'm not a big avid. I mean, it's been a while, but uh, I say, like, it'll, it'll be fun. Um, Paul Rubens was arrested with indecent exposure in a porno theater that even as a child, I saw no big deal with. I still don't. That's, like, what you do at those places. It's, like, getting arrested for going to a theater and watching a movie. I'm like, that's what it's there for. Yeah, for he was... He, he, got, lit he got arrested to play, you know paintball that's what you do there <laughs> he was even nice enough that he went he was in the back of the theater you know he was like a uh -huh. nobody he was out of the fucking way he wasn't bothering nobody he was in the back of the theater minding his own business you know i wasn't a dumb kid i knew what it was it halted his career a bit but he came back plenty of times in movies and tv acting showing his character range voice work in disney movies or other cartoon shows hell i didn't know Chowder. he was one well, he, uh, they made a character just for him called Ruben that was a pig, and he did the voice of it on you know, Chowder. Yes, I know he was in Chowder. He did, um, fuck, there was another one that he did. I didn't know he was one of the three hyenas in Lion King. He did no. a voice in, yeah, I'm wrong. The TV show version, right? I'm wrong. No, no, he was one of the three kids in A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. Th that I didn't know. He wasn't one of the three hyenas. Three hyenas was freaking, uh, I was going to say Bill Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> it should have been Bill Goldberg. He just, he just comes in and spears all the other lions. <laughs> when Simba goes away and then you know how, you know, how when they, if you ever come back, we'll kill you. That should have been Bill Goldberg. Like, if you ever come back, you're next. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Um, but yeah, he did a lot of work, a lot of voice work. Uh, I, 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 I swear my mind was blown. Like I said, Paul Rubens was just Pee Wee Herman to me. He was Pee Wee Herman through and through. There was nobody else. This Paul Rubens didn't exist. It was just Pee Wee. So when Pee Wee had to fade away and Paul Rubens got to be Paul Rubens, everything that he did and he came out in blew my mind. When he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer as that vampire... <laughs> And I remember watching, I was like, is that Pee-wee? I think that's Pee-wee. No, that's Pee-wee. Then he had the best fucking death scene yes. ever in cinematic history. <laughs> the motherfucker, he would not die. He still wouldn't die. Yup. He still wouldn't die even after the credits, dude. He was still there. <laughs> Which is uh, a big shout out to what they... What we do in the shadows, the series, they brought him back as that vampire. Yeah. 
I heard he had a cameo in there. I don't know. I don't remember if I saw him, but I know he was in there, and um, I I love it. He also uh, did a voice a cartoon on the um Tron show. The cartoon, didn't he? Oh, really? Yeah. You see, he was everywhere. I just found out he was. He did a robot in uh, the Star Wars shows. I forgot which one. It was Rebels or something like that. He did a robot. It was called Rex. And that he also did the voice for that robot in the theme park, Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. And that now his robot has been trans has been transformed into the DJ in the can in the cantina. So when I was in that cantina and that was that DJ RX whatever, DJ Rex, that was his robot. Whether it was his voice fucking getting down and telling everybody to yeah. like, you know, turn up, I don't know, but that was pretty cool when I found that out. That's awesome. Um like I said, he gave up on on Pee Wee for a long while due to everything, but he did great things like the Spleen and Mystery Men. You know. Spleen, yes. <laughs> yes. The Duke of Park. Uh he he played Penguin's father and not just Batman Returns, but also in Gotham. He did it twice. Twice, you know, the guy was legendary being Penguin's father. He was he was in so many things that we didn't even know about. Like you said, voice work, especially. Well, Paul Rubin finally returned as Pee Wee in 2009, giving us a new stage show, which is what we will see. And a third and final Pee Wee movie, uh, Pee Wee's Bigger Holiday, that's on Netflix. Um, it's I so read great. that. He, like, I thought it was going to be stupid because it was Netflix and it was so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's Pee Wee. I mean, the guy, like I said, he, he was uh, a genius. He was a genius and his craft. Um, the only man that could pull that off. Uh, when I watched Big Top Pee Wee. <laughs> look, I remember enjoying this movie a lot when I was a kid. Um, by the time I watched, by the time I'm sure I watched Big Top Pee Wee, not Big Top, um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. By the time I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I'm pretty sure like I was old enough to remember stuff and his playhouse was already playing because the movie came out like 1985. I was like one year old, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah remember anything then and, and before that he was in uh teaching chong's next movie where he he was paul rubens at working at like a desk at a hotel and then later they're at a, a, a comedy show and he comes on stage doing the peewee bit and he cusses and stuff and he's like fighting cops it's fucking awesome but was he on the was he in the desk like paging mr herman Paging Mr. Herman. Nobody should have. <laughs> I laugh. I I remember in loving that as a kid, and I don't know when was the last time I fully saw it again as an adult. But as when I watched it again, I laughed a whole lot. Um, and it was one scene in particular that made me like. I told you it was the motorcycle scene made me. Like fucking almost that like I, I couldn't breathe for a moment. Like it was like <laughs> I remember it being funny, but it was like dead funny. It's so funny because there's no music. The only thing you hear is his motorcycle and he's going good. And then you just kind of just falls over. Tilt <laughs> it over. Um, but it was it was towards the beginning when he's talking to Dottie. And she's like, can I ask you a question? A favor is like, what is it, Dottie? And she's like, you know, you could go with me. Where? And it's like, you know, to the movies. Like, look, daddy. It's <laughs> the way he says it. Look, like, look, daddy, I like you. Like, I like you. <laughs> like, damn, Pee Wee, you gotta go at her like that. Like, the way he says it, too. Like, I like, like, oh no. Then she's like, I want your undivided attention. He's just like, because I get that too with like friends of mine that get thirsty I'm like I like you like you <laughs> like like he's like like get through your head I just like you but then he walks away and he's all like I got it wrapped around my finger he's so. he he was very much like Khan 
in the original Star Trek series where he just he acts like he doesn't want you, and mm-hmm. then it makes you want him more. Yeah, because I was like telling you, it's like, man, I don't like the way he's dissing Dottie because Dottie was a cutie and she was all over Pee Wee. Ah. Pee Wee's all like, I'm a rebel, Dottie, a loner. <laughs> and the guy went to jail because he cut the fucking tag off of the fucking mattress. Yes. Or whatever. <laughs> Look, if you guys haven't seen um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure or haven't seen it in like a long minute, I highly recommend you guys go see it but again. I- there's a scene in there. Um, he's like he does the the stars at night are big and bright, and then the, all the the people in Texas clap and do deep in the heart of Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, I I posted this on Facebook, but I went to see uh, it was Deftones, Incubus, and Tapper in Dallas in like October of two thousand, and during in between songs for Incubus, the singer Brendan Boyd. He did that. He and uh, he did, you know, the stars at night are big and bright, and the whole crowd deep in the heart of Texas. That's dope. And, it, and then he goes, "I've always wanted to do that because of the Pee Wee Herman movie." And I'm like, "That's <laughs> fucking awesome!" And it, you really can do that dope. there. See, that's the that's the kind of influence that Pee Wee brought brought out to people. You know, Paul Rubens touched a lot of people, and the hearts is just. He, everybody who's been saying stuff about him online, all the great comedians and celebrities that got even like normal people that say like he they they bumped into him and he literally just invites them over to his place, uh, has a freaking some lunch with them and then you know just a good conversation. Then they get to go home or even invited him over to be with him and his mother or something like that. Like this guy was just super friendly to everybody and um yeah. It hurt, you know, like me, it hurt me, dog. Like there's, there's people and there's certain celebrities that impacted, um, me. Uh, I always mentioned Eddie Guerrero, you know, that was who I didn't even know that Eddie Guerrero was like that impactful to me as a, as a wrestler or just a human. Like, I felt like I lost a family member, Robin Williams. Yeah. Like that's, that's that my one, whole, that one still hurts. Yeah, that's the whole childhood right there. Um, Jim Varney, you know, fucking, he's great. I loved him so much. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. This is someone else, you know. And but 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 Paul Rubens, like I didn't like you never see these coming at all. But I didn't at that point. I didn't like we saw Paul Rubens. It was just like boom, dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I, I I literally. Could remember screaming no, you know, and yeah, I did. I was like, um, you know, I do my morning routine. I let the dogs out. I make coffee, and I come downstairs, sit on the couch, and I get on my phone and I open, you know, Facebook, and it was the first fucking thing I saw. Like, I just said no, and that's like, you know, like it's inevitable. But I was like, not him, right? Not him, not now. That's why I tell you, like, I don't even want to think about losing Jim Carrey. Like, that's going to fucking kill me. I'm going to have to call out of being disabled that way. <laughs> I, I can't have to, like, like, hey, uh, can't come to work. Uh, there's a death in the family. Like, oh, who died? Oh, Jim Carrey. And then just hang Jim up. Jim Carrey. Because... <laughs> Because it's the same for me if um, Daniel Day-Lewis dies. I'm not going to be okay. What is that guy doing? Just chilling, right? He just He's retired. He has living a, life. A, he has a wine vineyard in, I think, Ireland. He just does wine stuff all day. And yeah. Sleeping, snuggling with his little Oscar. Hell yeah. <laughs> that he earned like for 40 years straight. A man couldn't be beat. He's like, or Pete. Broly Fitz said, when he passes, I'm wearing a yellow a zoot suit. You mean? Hell yeah. A zoot suit? Hell yeah. Zoot suit, riot. 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 Throw back a bottle of beer. <laughs> I mean, Jim Carrey does something. This is, this is stuff like, there's a picture of Robin Williams with Paul Rubens from back then. Like, these oh people crossed God. over, yeah. you know? Like, 
these were all legends that are out there being legends right now. Oh, and uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman had a lot to do with Pee Wee's success. Had, yeah. That I one really... hurt too. Like, like, when I heard, like, you know, like, if someone dies of natural causes, like, it sucks, but, like, Phil Hartman was fucking murdered by his wife, dude. Like, that one was, like... Way too soon, man. That was, that, that's something that hurt, that, that affected me as a kid, you know? Because I love yeah. Phil Hartman. He was the voice of Homeboy in The Simpsons. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. He was the original Captain, not Captain, um, yeah, Captain, uh, God damn it. I keep thinking of Cowboy Curtis. Captain Carl, that's his name. He does yeah, the whole thing and, and he goes to the bathroom. He's yeah. Like, Captain Carl, did you remember to wash your hands? No! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that they were so tied together. So that was, um, that was real nice to, to meet. And, you know, when you see that now, you're like, oh, man, both these guys are gone. You know, at least Paul Rubens yeah. really got to live like a longer life. The, the Phil Hartman was was sadder. Um, he could have like, done. Yeah, he, he helped him write the original, you know, live stage show. He helped write the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Adventure. And then he he had like a producer credit or something for the TV show. And we're a team. And now they're tag teaming up there. Yes, and Jombie. <clears throat> Broly Fizz said, I actually met Jim Carrey when I did security. Coolest guy on earth as both my day and my family. I believe it. Jim Carrey looked like the coolest, sweetest, nicest guy. He does. Now I'll be blessed to ever cross paths with Jim Carrey. The one thing <laughs> I love about there's a picture of Jim Carrey that I really, really love, and it's just him walking out of a building, but he got these big-ass, stupid hobbit feet on. He's wearing a full suit, big-ass, stupid hobbit feet, and he's just like, he's looking really like, you know, I'm the shit. And it's just the funniest <laughs> fucking shit, man. It's so funny. Don't take him. Don't take Jim. Make him live forever. God damn it. But, you know, going back to Paul Rubens, this man was my childhood, affected me greatly, you know, I I always say that I'm a product of what I grew up with. I don't know if any of Pee Wee Herman, like, shows through me or anything like that, but, you know, these are the people I grew up with. Leslie Nielsen, Richard Pryor, Pee Wee Herman, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, Jim Varney, you know, a lot of Jim Varney, especially when you see my Bozak Jack. I mean, all that was inspired by Ernest. Um, There's so much, and we're he's a legend. I will miss him purely, and I really want to see Pee Wee's Playhouse again because I loved it as a child. And <coughs> That show is, like, renowned for having one of the longest TV show intros ever. Do and exit, wasn't it? Like, that motherfucker kept yeah. flying every episode. Like the intros of us four minutes long. <laughs> that motherfucker kept flying everywhere. You gotta wonder, like back then we had Pee Wee's Playhouse, fucking masterpiece. We had um uh Beekman's World, fucking masterpiece. We had <sighs> Bill Nye the Science Guy, fucking masterpiece. We had we talked really... about this on the uh the Gorilla Joe podcast one time about fun, funny but educational shows, that's what we had back then. Yeah. And kids not anything like that, and they're fucking retarded. Yeah. There's not so much fun out there. Captain Lou as Super Mario with the Mario Brother rap that they put in the movie. <laughs> I love that show. That, like... I remember that, and, uh... Like... What was the little fucking The Muppet Things... Fer, uh, not Ferngully. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock yeah, was the shit. Yeah. But like you didn't you didn't miss Pee Wee Herman or Beekman's World or Bill Nye or I'm old enough to remember uh, Mr. Wizard. Mm-hmm. Do you know who he is? He was like the original like he wasn't a, a scientist or a doctor or anything. He was just a regular guy that liked science stuff. And he had a TV. I don't remember the original network it was on, but they would air episodes on Nickelodeon. 
and he he would do science experiments and you know we would teach kids stuff and that was like the precursor for like Bill Nye and Beekman's World and all that stuff. We need more like that. The last time I witnessed something close to that kind of Beekman world and Bill Nye was this, and it was a Netflix show. I don't remember the title now, and I hope it's still on Netflix, but it was a show about this, this scientist who just loved gross stuff, you know? Like, his whole thing was about gross stuff, and his theme was, the whole show was to teach you that this stuff is gross, but it's important and necessary, and this is why it's yeah. cool kind of stuff, you know? But there was also, like, yeah. a plot in the show because he just got a new assistant, and this new assistant was placed there by the company that he works for that's all the way in the top, and he's, like, <laughs> all the way in the bottom dealing with all this shit, but they want something from him. I don't know what, and she's, like, kind of undercover, but then she starts, you know, actually liking Homeboy, but at the end, it kind of shows that she has to turn on him, and it, it left you at a cliffhanger, too, but there never been another season of the show and it was on Netflix and it was oh, really, wow. really fucking good because it reminded me of shows from back then, like Pee Wee, Beekman, Bill Nye, you know, shows that like put like smarts into it, but it's also like stupid for kids. Exactly. I don't remember what it's called. It's gonna Yeah, we definitely need more shows like that, like in some form of it. I remember even on uh, the Pee Wee Herman show, they they had to add a segment about reading. Like, the network made them do that. So that's mm -hmm. where, like, the book of the week came from and all that stuff on Pee Wee Herman. And uh, even that was, like, there's a book. I read it. It's funny. Like, and then kids would go out. And, and that was a big thing back then, too, about getting kids to read, like, the Scholastic Book Fair and, and the Pizza Hut. You know, read 100 books, get a free pizza, like, all that stuff. We need something. There's something out there. I think people should look back and, and if anything, people of our generation who grew up with like Pee Wee and them to try to make the next wave or something, you know, or or yeah. anybody who was raised on that right now and want to make the next step of something like that. Because Pee Wee, now that Paul Rubens is gone, I highly believe that his work should not be just stored somewhere you know it should be shown you know it yeah, should it be shown be to, to the to the newer generation you know exactly kind of like how we grew up with freaking um what's the painter name Barbara. yeah how we grew up about by the time I was a kid, I know damn well Bob Ross was not doing anything. That shit looked like it was in the 1970s. That was, like, like, the theme of the show, but he he didn't die until, like, 93 or 94. Yeah. And he kept doing the show all the way up until when he died. He was he had cancer, and he had lost his hair. He was known for having that curly, like, afro. So when he, had, when he was doing chemo, he wore a curly-haired wig. It says fucking Manny put Bob Ross yeah, there in there. <laughs> There's Bob Ross emote in the chat, guys. Bob Ross. Um, point of story is fuck cancer because he just took all our great ones. Uh, Paul, <laughs> Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, um, staple in my childhood. Um, sure, and yours too. If you're listening to this, you had to have seen Pee Wee. I encourage you if you're a parent now to show your kids peewee you're not even a parent just an uncle or an aunt show your nephew or niece peewee um keep it going because this is someone who shouldn't just uh disappear into the zeitgeist of memories it should just keep living on and i say that for everybody else we have lost like robin williams and jim varney and, and Leslie Nielsen and the greats, you know, like all these people should keep going on and their legacy should keep going. And um, uh, I just, I felt like I lost someone really close to me when Paul Rubens went away. So, yeah. This... He even said, he did that um, last 
like video recording of him wishing somebody happy birthday mm-hmm. and like I was fucking crying. The guy even had like the guy even had history in the WWE as he was on an episode of Monday Night Raw and interacted with everybody. We're talking the big show, the Miz, the Rock, John Cena, everybody. And even then everybody this is what this this was his time when he came back. You know, when he returned yeah. as Pee-wee. And um, it was it was great, man. It was it was great. And I remember when he came back that I was really, really happy because that was my childhood, you know. And I always felt like it was bullshit that Pee-wee had to be cut short and 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 just yeah. go away. And to see Paul Rubens come back as Pee-wee was, was great. And uh, I will love him till the day I die and hope I get to see him in the afterlife and... We could have great conversation. I could tell him how he made my Saturday mornings all the worthwhile. Absolutely. Hell yeah. And, and up into our adult life too. Like you said, he did that Netflix movie. This awesome movie he did. And like he mm-hmm. he did the the Broadway show that we're gonna watch and then he did other movies. Like he was always busy when he wasn't like you know, you hear about the other famous people and stuff that said how great he was and loving and he always wished everybody happy birthday and how's your family and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But now we got assholes up there and we got like Lizzo fucking body shaming her peoples and shit. <laughs> isn't, isn't that like uh, the pot calling the, pedal, the kettle black? Something like that. I want to point out, Phantom Knight said, we had Mr. Rogers. Yep, great. Bob Ross, Pee Wee, LeVar Burton. Yep, he's still around, though. Thank God. Um, I don't know. Like, there's got to be someone out there. Uh, Broly Fizz joking about oh. he's going to break down when Steve dies, but I will. I break down now just seeing Steve talking oh, to me. man. You know? When he made yeah, that, that video. When he made that video about, like, hey, I know, you know. It was sudden when I left and blah, blah, but you know, life, this, this, that, and you know, how you been, blah, blah. It's like, I, if I see that video again, I'm still going to break down because this motherfucker, like I was not of the demographic, but I was still kind of the demographic and Steve and I, man, we, that was like another one, you know, Pee Wee, Steve, you know, there's like, Um, you got, he made a video about that video and it's funny because they were in a studio filming something where it was like all the hosts from Blue's Clues. I, mean, I don't know if it ever came out or whatever. And mm-hmm. he said, hey, we're all here. We have a camera. We should film something. And he did a couple takes. And then he was like, it was a real one. And he did it. And he said everybody in the, like behind the camera was crying. Yeah, it was like spur of the moment. Like he was genuine with that. And that's why you could sense yeah. it. He was very, very genuine. Braver <laughs> Manny over here saying, Steve thinking my life is all good, but no, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to go meet Steve and tell him about your life. Oh, I yeah. I was out of that demographic, too, for Blue's Clues. But another one that I was out of was uh, Teletubbies. And I was always, like, you know, in my bucket list. I'm like, I'm going to watch Teletubbies stoned one day. Bro, that shit like made no sense to me when it came out. And I was like, why are you guys what? What the fuck is this? Kept having some growings in like eighth grade. Uh oh, Teddy Tubby. And I'm like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> no and sense. like that show is so old now. The baby that was the son, it has kids now or has a kid. I mean, Broly fits onto something here. Yeah, because that shit was like ages ago. Broly Fizz wants Goldberg to be in Teletubbies. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. They come out. Spearance. You just spear. Boom. Yeah. Pinky winky and <laughs> shit. Slapping him with his own purse. <laughs> Who's next? You know what? I just want Goldberg TV. Like, if I can just have a station where I keep changing channels and Goldberg just shows up out of nowhere just spearing yes. people, I'll pay for it. If, if AI will let me have that, I will pay for it. Give me an AI fucking Goldberg just spearing the shit out of people. I'm watching X-Files, and then all of a sudden, they open a door, and a boom, spear. Who's next? <laughs> fucking right at Scully. <laughs> they 
make him show up all through time too, like the the old Doublement Twins commercial, and he spears both of them. Yes, double spear. I I love Lucy, and Ricky Ricardo comes in, and he just spears the shit out of him. Damn right. Not Lucy though, because we love Lucy. NBA game with all Goldbergs. Yup, they're just fucking <laughs> spearing each other. Spearing and Jack Hammond. We love each you, other. Bill Goldberg. <laughs> Have you seen the meme where it's hilarious that Bret Hart refused to refer to Goldberg by anything that Bill Goldberg? No, but I know Bret Hart I loves Bill Goldberg. No, he doesn't. He called him. He's doing a thing. He's like, if anybody could beat you, it's me. Bill Goldberg and uh, <laughs> whoever's doing the mic, he was like, yeah, actually, he's just likes to go by Goldberg now. He's like, I'm not calling him that. <laughs> no respect. No respect from Bret Hart. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I've said all I need to say. You have any final words for uh, Paul Rubin? I wanted to go through a few things like of my favorites of his on his IMDb. And if you look at his IMDb, it's 122 things that he's done. Like, and that doesn't count, you know, Broadway shows and, and live shows and things like that. But like, he's a busy man. Uh, we already talked about Cheech and Chong's next movie. It's also my favorite Cheech and Chong movie. I think it's the funniest besides the original. Um, he was on Mork and Mindy. That's amazing. Maybe that's where he uh, um, bumped into Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was Max in Flight of the Navigator, which is a fucking awesome kids show. He played Pee Wee Herman in Walker for Michael Jackson. Um, Nightmare for Christmas, he was Locke. I don't remember who that is, but that's awesome. <gasps> he was a raccoon in Dr. Doolittle. Um, my, oh, one really? of my favorite is the movie Blow with uh, Johnny Depp. And he a plays, lot of people do mention you know, that movie. Uh, a lot, a lot of people mentioned that one right there. Uh, I never really seen Blow, but yeah, I knew he was in it. It's in our movie library. You should totally watch it. But he plays the real life person, Derek For Real, who is a gay drug dealer, and ah, it's beautiful. He does a, such a great job at like he's totally convincing and. Like, when he's around people, he's, like, super gay and flamboyant. And then they go, like, behind a curtain. He's like, all right, what do you guys want? <laughs> so, like, you, it leaves you guessing, like, was it all an act? Did he act like that? You know, so he wouldn't, you know, people wouldn't think that he was this big drug dealer. But, yeah, that's a great movie. Um, he was also in Reno 911. Uh, he did Tim and Eric show. Awesome show. Chowder. We talked about some on my uh, cartoon shows probably ever. Uh, let's see here. Uh, WWE, of course, we talked about that. That's, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. to me. Staple. Uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold. He was Batmite. Yeah. Which, uh, people want Bat. People want Batmite to get like his own series. Yeah, I didn't know about that because I didn't watch that show. And even if I did, if I did, I would have recognized his voice because when I saw the clip, I was like, yeah, that's that's Paul Rubens right there. And it was it was it was pretty, it was pretty cool, man. I didn't know that he did so much like that when it came to voice acting. And uh, my one of my favorite versions, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the cartoon, the Nickelodeon was the 2014 version. And he was Sir Murray. Which is awesome. That's if you haven't seen that version of Ninja Turtles, I totally recommend it. Uh, he was that in the, the CGI looking one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was on my like, that was on my to watch list because I went into this like when I watched Rise of the Ninja Turtles, I was like, all right, now I'm gonna really watch the 2003 Ninja Turtles show, and then I was gonna watch that one afterwards, and uh, yeah, kind of yeah, stopped somewhere I, like I in the second or third season of the 2003 one. <laughs> it didn't last very long, but I still think it's the best quality one, besides the original like nineteen ninety movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had he was in the Connors, which is awesome. I that show kind of pisses me off though, but it, it's still good. 
had another one. Oh, of course, Gotham. We talked about that. He was Penguin's dad again. And uh, his last credit that he did was a guy named Pat on Bob's Burgers. And if you know me, that's one of my favorite shows. Nice. Good old Paul. See that? See that? His resume is beautiful. Now we just gotta keep it going. So. And go watch Below, because it's awesome. Definitely. I gotta check it out. But everybody watch some Pee Wee. Um, like I said, if it's been a long time, check it out again. If you have, um, if you're a family, family person, family man or woman, show the kids, show the young youth, show your friends. Because let's have a peewee renaissance for a good time period. Exactly. And keep his legend going. I think he deserves it. Again, he was one of the hardest, like, deaths. And, and like, we've, this whole, like, last two weeks, it's just been, like, death, 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 death. Yeah. But, like, people like that, like Paul, Paul Rubens, like, you don't see it. You just didn't see it coming. And to, that was the first thing that I saw that day. I was like, please, God, let this be a joke. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. And then already was a bummy day, and then that shit just made it worse. So, but you know what? Afterwards, like I said, at the end of the, the day, I watched uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, cracked up, and, you know, I'm, I'm very happy and blessed and appreciated that I got to live through that time, that time period of my life has been with Paul Rubens and Pee Wee Herman. And that's a blessing. So thank you, Paul Rubens. May you rest in peace. Had no idea you were battling cancer, but now you are in peace and we love you. And I hope you knew how much we loved you. If only Amen. you could see today because they painted the whole dinosaur in your honor. From fucking they did. The one that he was allegedly in the mouth of yeah and uh, big adventure uh yeah they painted that the whole people herman suit on this giant mm -hmm. t-rex that's fucking awesome and i hope it just stays like that because it should <laughs> it should just stay like that i'm i'm amazed that those dinosaurs in that diner are still there yeah me that too was in the 80s. me too so that that could be a oh, whole tourist thing don't forget, tell him Large Marge sent you. Or what? Tell him Large Marge sent you. Oh, yes. What do you mean? Large Marge's been dead. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody writes her birthday and the day she died on the internet, and I love it. That's nice. I like how he referenced, Tim Burton referenced Large Marge in the first episode of Wednesday, I think. Are you dead? Yeah. I think it was Wednesday when they get someone gets dropped off. I think it was her and the person driving the car kind of looked like her and also had the red flannel, you know? And you're like, I know what you did there. <laughs> that was a nice little callback to your own work. See, there's so many things like you're really blurry, by the way. Sorry. There you go. Um, there's so many things that just were just touched or inspired by Paul Rubens that it's like he'll never his influence and on movies and comedy and kids shows and you know like our childhood is now like hip right now like 80s and 90s stuff and so that stuff is coming back and it's cool again so I really hope there's this resurgence of Paul Rubens movies and Pee Wee and all that stuff yeah Kind of like Ready Player One, you know, the the eighties and the nineties are gonna come back, and we're all gonna be in VR. So get your Oculuses ready. <laughs> Manny over here saying that Large Mar had to be the first uh, jump scare I experienced. I believe it, because that shit just came out Absolutely. nowhere. Absolutely, Tim Burton had no right to do that. No right. <laughs> no right at all. But y'all had, <laughs> y'all had the perfect right. Also, my favorite scene in, in that movie and that. Uh, and big adventure is when he's outside in the dark and you just see his eyes 
and then you see like animal's eyes. Mm-hmm. Then he turned on the fucking uh, <laughs> fire, whatever light, and it just everybody. No, it was goggles, right? He had like goggles. <laughs> <laughs> it was so like when you watch it, it's like it's so fucking random, but it makes sense. It works. It was so random, but it makes sense. And then you, and then like I think. Big Adventure had to inspire every other movie afterwards, like Bubba Boy and yeah. Joe Dirt and shit like that, because it all followed the same fucking kind of formula, you know? So, Bubba you see? Boy is my jam. Yeah, so they fucking... They were trendsetters, and the man was a genius, and should be labeled as one. And since he was in WWE, they should put him in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes! <laughs> they should put him in the fucking but Hall not- of Fame. But not what's his name that runs uh, WCW. Uh. What's his name? David something. Um. Can't think of his name. Hall of Fame next to Goldberg. Goldberg should induct Pee Wee into the Hall of Fame. Who was the guy that played Dewey on Scream? David David Arquette. Thank you. Yeah, David don't Arquette. put him in the Hall of Fame. Hell no. No, yes. Put him in the Hall of Fame. I don't care. I would yeah. die on that fucking hill that David Arquette is the greatest WCW champion of all time. I don't give a fuck. He can't beat Goldberg. He can't. But he beat a whole <laughs> bunch of people in a fucking match. Three he fucking tower of whatever the hell that goddamn thing is called. <laughs> Anyways, we got to get into this fucking Pee-wee's freaking, uh, what is it? Pee-wee's uh, Broadway, uh, Pee-wee Herman show Pee-wee on Broadway? Pee-wee Herman live on Broadway. Pee-wee Herman live yeah. on Broadway. We're going to get to that. So thank you for listening to the Machine Room Podcast this week. Unfortunately, this is where we end the audio portion of this podcast. But if you're here live with us, then you will get to enjoy us watching uh, Pee Wee Herman live on Broadway. So from us to you, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for being the Machine Room Podcast. And thank you, Paul Rubens. I love you to death. You will always be one of my favorites. (laughs) Pee Wee was the best, one of the best parts of my childhood. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. And on that note, I'll never. He was always like a family member that I never met, but I always wanted to. Exactly. So thank you for taking care of us Saturday morning and making us laugh every other day. Good night. Why is that quote at the end so fitting right now?